Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. Here with my beautiful, what do we say? Guesty. You're not a guesty anymore. You're my co-host. You need a new name for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With my podcast bestie, Justine. Uh, Ready for another random episode with a little bit of planning. Tiny bit of planning and mostly random. So those are always the best one. So I know. Hopefully this one is. I'm happy that I was able to get my power back up in Colorado today. It's negative 15 degrees. The wind chill, I think they said is like negative 35 or something. It's so cold out that they like they canceled school. Businesses aren't opening. It's crazy. They cancel school because of that. Yeah, because the kids that have to st- wait for the bus, it's just unsafe for them to be out there in that cold. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't think of that, I guess. Yeah. Here, here they only like, like cancel school if like the roads are bad. How cold does it get there? Um, in where I live in Canada, it's like I've not I don't remember it ever getting that cold, but maybe like negative 10 Celsius is maybe the coldest I remember. So that's like 10 or 20 degrees there yeah, night. I don't I don't know what like it that. is. I need a converter <laughs> in front of my face at all times for everything. I know I have to convert um, it. It's funny. But in um, like Alberta where Amanda lives and Carling, um, I know that's that's regular just like every day for them. Like um Oh wow. Yeah, like my boyfriend lived in Edmonton for a year and he said that like when you go grocery shopping, you just have to leave your car running because it's so fucking cold. You can't turn it off and oh, start it again. Man. Like I mean, now obviously they have like automatic starters and shit like that on cars, but like that shit's crazy. I've never experienced that. I I hate the cold. I like hibernate and it's not even that cold out right I know. now. <laughs> I don't like the cold either. I really don't. Um, I put my little space heater in the office to warm it up before we started podcasting because I was like, I don't want to sit there and be freezing. But I was wife of the year this morning because my husband gets up at like five o'clock in the morning. He has to be at work at six. And I went out and I cleaned all the snow off the car and remote started it and turned on the heated seats and the steering wheel warmer. Mm -hmm. So he just went out this morning and got in the car. It was all toasty warm. Do you think he said thank you or said anything about it? No. Dumbass. I know, I'm <laughs> dude. This, well, he this... does pay the mortgage, so I guess that's his way of thanking me. <laughs> the steering wheel warmer is like the best invention ever. Mm-hmm. We had a Ford Explorer. So this is a Jeep Cherokee, and I had a Jeep Grand Cherokee before that. And in the middle of that, we had a Ford Explorer, and it did not have the steering wheel warmer. And I was like, oh, man, I am going to miss that. So now we do. It is so necessary. Yeah, it is. Oh, love it. Yeah. So what's going on with you? Anything exciting going on? I fucking hate Christmas. I'm so excited for this bullshit to be over. Remember when we recorded with Carling and Lindsay? uh, I think it was last week. I don't know. Yeah. Every every day is like blended together now. Thursday. Yes. And Carling was like. We talked about Christmas and then I realized, oh, they're not putting this out until January. (laughs) I don't I barely remember anything I was pretty drunk um but Carling did say she was like a humbug like she hated the holidays Mm -hmm. and I'm normally not like that but this year I am because I totally forgot it was Christmas because like I said I don't really buy anyone presents and then on Monday I went to Buffalo and literally everywhere I wanted to go as soon as it opened was like busy as fuck like lines out the stores and stuff and I was like I am an idiot. Like, why did I come over here? I'm, I can't do everything I want to do. So went back home and then just like all this week running errands and stuff like, you know, getting the last minute things for like having people over and all that stuff. Like the grocery stores are just fucking busy. Like everywhere's insane. And I hate it. Like 
next year I swear to God I'm gonna get everything done in November so that all of December like I don't have to leave my house just chill like at all (laughs) because I I just I just can't stand the busy crowds and stuff like that I don't like it either no and the lines are so long and uh, yeah I I am typically like a child at Christmas time I love Christmas but this year so much has happened right before Christmas like the whole month of November, I was in and out of the hospital. I had surgeries. I have all these crazy hospital and, and medical bills. Yeah. Um, the cat, I've spent like $700 on her vet stuff. Still don't know what's wrong with her, but she is putting on weight. So that's good. She has been eating and drinking. She's putting on weight. Um. So that was hundreds of dollars out the door. It is the 22nd of December. I've not put up the tree. There's no decorations up. I haven't bought <gasps> a single gift. Oh, a single gift. What are you doing sitting here recording with me? You should be like out right now. I like I just spent $600 on our water bill. Like there's some kind of a leak or something. I've spent so much money this month and not a penny of it has been on anything Christmas related. It's just all bills and shit that's like getting caught up from me not being able to work for weeks and then I just looked at the calendar for work this weekend typically I work Friday Saturday and Sunday nights well Friday we work so hopefully it's not so frigidly cold that people actually come out and eat I'm worried about that then Saturday's Christmas Eve we're closed at night so I won't be working that night and Sunday's Christmas so I won't be working that night either I'm like, uh, are you going to be working New Year's out? then? I think we work, uh, I don't remember, New Year's Eve. I'd have to look at my ca- my calendar. I'm not sure. Okay. But Well, hopefully Friday is like super busy for you because I remember like working at the club. Always the last day we worked before Christmas was the busiest day of the year every single day. Like I'm people, really hoping. People who like don't have their typical family stuff like to go out and like spread the wealth people have their Christmas bonuses they tip a little better Um, usually usually it's a great time of year to be making tips is Christmas time the only thing I'm worried about is because of this cold weather that's supposed to carry over into tomorrow people might just not be leaving their house because the weather people are telling you don't leave the house unless you have to stay warm yeah people still go (sighs) out though people will go out in anything I really, I really, really hope so. Cause I would like to make whatever I can. Um, but yeah, so this year I'm just totally unprepared. I'm behind. I'm feeling like a Christmas failure and it sucks because when you think about it, when you look at it, when you no longer put the vision of religion on Christian on Christmas, mm-hmm. you start to go, wait a minute, why are we doing this? why do we do this? It's because of marketing, because of stores wanting to sell things. I mean, when you start to think about that, you definitely can feel really grinchy about it because it's no longer about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now it's like, why am I feeling like such a failure? Because I didn't get everyone gifts and I don't have the money for it. For what reason? Yeah, it's stupid. Like, Everyone in your life has more than enough. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like, that's how I feel about everyone. Like, nobody needs fucking gifts. Like, Christmas Anything. is for, like, really little kids who are excited that Santa came, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion, I feel like gifts just make people feel like shit. If someone mm-hmm. gives you a gift that's way better than the gift you got theirs, you feel like shit. When I was a kid and, you know, I had a single mom who didn't have a lot of money and like, trust me, I got decent Christmases, but compared to some of the people in my school who got like a new Xbox or PlayStation every year and like, you know, literally thousands of dollars in electronics and other shit. And sometimes they would say to you like, oh, that's all you got. And like, yeah, Christmas, just overall the materialistic bullshit of it, like it just, it can make you feel like shit so easily. I don't like it. I don't subscribe to it. I... I just love the quote from Ricky from Trailer Park Boys when he says that <laughs> Christmas is about getting drunk and stoned with your friends and family. 
That's yeah. that's what I think you now should. Now that do. I can get behind. I can yes. absolutely get behind that. <laughs> I just I don't know. I I feel bad. You know, and I again I have a really small family and we don't buy each other gifts. Like my aunt sends um one thing, the same thing every year. And she sent me money this year, which was like life-saving because then I'd be even in a bigger hole. And that's it. Like, that's just me, my aunt, and we send out a text and that's it. But Ryan has this huge family. And so I went and bought this wall calendar from Target Mm -hmm. and spent an hour last night marking everybody's birthday that is close to us on here and put it in my planner and I got an expandable file thingy so I could buy the birthday cards ahead of time and put them in the month so that I can just at the beginning of each month I can open it up and I can send out a card I bought a book of stamps my god I don't I can't remember 15 years ago maybe is the last time I bought stamps but so now I have this whole like organizational file system just to keep track of Ryan's family members and who we should be sending cards to and stuff. Cause like you said, like they send us cards and then I feel like an asshole because I didn't send anybody a card. Um, but it's like this whole thing and I want to be, I want to be better at it. Cause I feel like you're a real adult when you do these things, but I feel like I'm drowning and it has been a rough few months here. So I don't necessarily think you're (sighs) failing. I think that people need to realize that everybody has their own lives and their own shit. Like we, we just need to worry about ourselves because everybody is doing the best that they can. You know what I mean? Right. So, well, and it's not so much like I, nobody in the family cares if we send them gifts or anything, but you know, I have a teenager and like, it's too late to order shit on Amazon. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Uh, I don't know. It's going to have to well, be an experience at this point. That's what that's what my friend I had. I had lunch with my friend yesterday for her birthday. That was last week. And um, that's what she was telling me. She was like, yeah, I didn't want to go to the mall. Like her family does the whole gift thing. She's like, I literally just got everyone uh, experiences. Like she got like her dad year. a weekend away. She got her sister tickets to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. She got her That's mom awesome. something like that. So she, all she had to do was like print it off the computer and put it in a card for them. And That's done. absolutely what I'm doing next year. I'm not doing like whatever junk you found on Amazon that you sent to me. That's so impersonal. Yeah. Even just like a date night at the movies, like a gift Mm -hmm. card for the movies or something, a dinner and the movie thing. Like it's not that expensive. Yeah, Ryan's sister and brother-in-law did that for us once and it was so awesome. Yeah. Cause it's something that it's just like, oh, we have this gift card. Let's like go out and use it. And it's always like Mm -hmm. a fun, spontaneous night, you know? Well, and I was thinking for our nieces and nephew and then for my sister and brother-in-law, maybe we could get them um, all tickets to the aquarium or something and they can go have a fun family day out and not have to worry about paying for it. But yeah, and especially because pretty much everybody in Ryan's side of the family is, they don't need anything. They're good. You know, so it's like, I don't want to get the material things. I want to get them experiences, maybe like an escape room or something like that. So that is my plan for next year. And also I've been saying for a decade that I'm going to have a savings account or an envelope or something that I put money in to save for Christmas every year and for birthdays. I'm doing that this year. I guess that's a resolution for 2022, 2023. Yeah, it's a great idea. Did you start filling in your new planner? I haven't even opened it. It's honestly mm-hmm. still has like the packaging around it. So let me show you the one that I got. And I'll just, I'll put like a link in case people want to see it on our Instagram or I'll put it photos or something. So I definitely have to, I have to practice using the paper cutter for these printouts that I sent you. Cause I just didn't get it cut right. But this is the one I picked. So this is the work-life planner. I got the 22 to 23 and I paid, I still paid 30 bucks for it, even though it's really only for six months because they didn't make the 2023 in this color. And I wanted it, the blush color. They only had it in like tan and white and black. And I wanted this one, but 
So I pulled out all the other stuff. It's really pretty. I love the color scheme. It's like pinks and grays and blacks and it's so it's really nice. Pretty. I have it. I love it. Now I want to. You should return yours. <laughs> but I like it. It's soft. Like the the outside of it is soft. And it's vertical like yours. I like the vertical. I I didn't used to like it, but I've grown into it now. Yeah. So I started filling out our schedules and birthdays and it just felt really nice to sit down and start it last night. Honestly, this is what I say whenever I'm like hungover or just having one of those days where I can't find motivation to do anything. The one thing that will always make me feel just like I did at least something is if I fill out my planner and I'm like, okay, although I'm unmotivated today, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow. And then yeah. I'll figure out what I'm going to do on my podcasting stuff or whatever it is, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I love having a planner. I've had a happy planner for like, I don't know. I think this is my third or fourth happy plan fourth or fifth I think happy planner in a row now and I love it I uh this is my second one and I just I like the soft cover better than the laminated cover mm -hmm. so that's why that's another reason why I wanted that one but you know here's the thing I the problem is I can never find exactly what I'm looking for in a planner and I'm obsessed with this planner from Whitney English because I love this daily layout there's so much space for to do or just brain dump. I usually brain dump right there. And then here's the hourly. So I think what I'm going to do is get an X-Acto knife and cut some of the pages out and then hole punch them with my happy planner hole punch and stick them in the happy planner because it's the same size paper. It's a seven by nine paper. Yeah. So I'm going to try that and see how it works. But we, you know, have some of the Etsy pages that I really like. So. It's yeah, nice. my mom, I like that you can add to your happy planner. That's nice. Yeah, my mom gave me the uh the official happy planner hole punch thing. She Yes. Cuz she's one of those people that will like buy all this stuff for something and never uh -huh. use it and I always get her like hand me down. So she did that and um I'm going to take some of the the pages you sent me. Like I like the one that had like your goals on it, you know. Mhm. Mm and you can like write. I like the budget one because I'm really bad at remembering that stuff. So, and the weekly plan, the, oh, the routine checklist, the cleaning schedule. Yeah. I love that you can add to it because you can go, if the problem with me is I'll like something for a couple weeks and then I'll be like, this doesn't suit my needs anymore. But the nice thing about the happy planner is you can go on Etsy and you can find thousands of custom made pages for your happy planner pay a dollar or two a piece print it out hole punch it stick it in your planner and then when you don't like that in two weeks you can go do it again <laughs> yeah I seriously think I bought like five planners last year I probably spent well over a hundred dollars on planners oops yikes Jesus that bad to say I, know, I just I, I just buy my one and then one and done but I get it and then I don't like it I need to find some cute stickers though do you guys like paper? There's nothing like a paper planner. A lot of times I take that info and put it into my phone or my iCalendar just because I have it everywhere I go, but there's nothing like filling out a paper planner. I, I don't put anything in my phone when it comes to planning. I don't put things in my calendar. Like say I'm, you know, getting my Botox done. They want to schedule me for my checkup while I'm there. Like then I'll put it in my phone. But then as soon as I get home, I like write it in my actual planner. Well, how do you remember things? Do you just check your planner every morning? Uh, Pretty much every day. There's some for days me, I, I need it, like but... a, an alert or a reminder on my phone because I just don't remember anything. So that's why I'll do that mm. too. Then you need like but... an actual physical calendar like on your wall that you look at every day without That's even why I realizing got this one I'm yeah. gonna hang this one um especially because my husband never knows what the fuck is going on because he usually has well he's back to days now they've moved him from days to graves to days but 
Um, so when he was working graves and sleeping during the day, I was up during the day and sleeping at night when he was up. So he never knew what the hell was going on every day. So I'm like, that's why I got this. I got this at Target for three bucks in like the little cheapy bins. And I actually think it's really pretty. It is. So I'm, you know, I'm going to hang that up in the kitchen area, living room area. So that maybe he'll take a glance at it every once in a while and know what the hell's going on. One can only hope. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I'll basically have like the wall calendar, my happy planner, and then my digital planner. And then maybe I'll, I will know what the hell is going on every day. You might even need to get a dry erase board. Yeah. Put it in the kitchen or something. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put that calendar like right where, right next to the kitchen. So hopefully people will look at it and figure it out. I don't know. I I could talk about planners all day long. I love it. Do you have I, stickers? <laughs> I do have stickers for my what happy kind of planner. Stickers actually, do you have? are they happy have, planner stickers? Yes, I have a bunch. I have ones that are like for traveling, and it's a little sticker, and it will be like um, you put it like on the day your flight is, and it will tell you like the time you know your flight leaves, and then when you come back, when you're going to arrive, all that stuff. So that I don't so I don't really use them too much anymore, but I used to do it. Like a couple times a week, I would sit down for a little bit and just do stuff like that. Um, It's fun. Do you have a certain type of pen that you like to use in your planner? No, I'm not. Really? No, oh. just just a pen. I'm weird. No, I have to use my... Were you the kid in school that had like those jelly pens? No, I didn't really like this, but this I love. This is a Pigma Micron 03. It's a fine liner. It's a nice black and you can highlight it and it won't smear. It's very nice. I can't use just any pen, Justine. Oh my God. What's... So sorry. <laughs> Offended. Um, do you want to talk about don't pick up the phone? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, tell me your first, like the first sentence or the first thought that comes to mind when you think about this shit show. Fucking insane. Like, I remember this story, but first of all, I didn't realize how long it went on for. I didn't realize it oh, went I on didn't for either. over a decade. Yes. I thought it was only like one or two locations. I didn't realize it was like in 32 different states or something this guy targeted. Oh my God. Um, but it's it's fucking crazy. Like and one thing I really loved about the documentary is that you heard from not only the victims of this awful shit that happened, but you also hear from the people who were like, I don't know if I want to call them victims necessarily, but of the actual like the managers who were on the phone and like them trying to explain their way out of like actually going through with this. But do you want to explain to everybody what happened oh and God. give your thoughts? oh my god basically there's a lot of fucking morons in a lot of states across the u.s um yeah i'm gonna do a lot of victim blaming here well not victim well yeah i guess both sides anyways so i had heard this story before too probably on a podcast or something but not this in depth so the pod or the uh, documentary series is called Don't Pick Up the Phone. It's on Netflix. And it is a story about how this guy hoax called all these different fast food restaurants. Was it all McDonald's or was it different kinds? No, it was McDonald's, Wendy's, Hardee's, um, Pizza Hut. Um, yeah. When like there were every fast food restaurant you could think of. He specifically targeted places where there were more than likely going to be like teenagers or young adults working and mm-hmm. places where it's like people are making minimum wage, like that sort of thing. 
Yep. So he would basically call the restaurant and pretend that he was a, um, like a corporate manager, right? No, or he pretended officer. to be a cop. Yeah. Okay. So he would call and he would pretend to be a police officer and he would tell them, oh, you know, this employee, which did he know their names? No, he would literally just go um, like the very first victim that you see. Um, they just said a petite brunette. Ooh. Is there anybody that fits that description? And the manager said, yeah, there's a petite brunette who's working right now. Oh. So like I was that gonna could, say, how did they how did that he could know? be me? Like it's literally like what the fuck? I know. So he would call and be like, oh, okay, so so this person with this description um has been stealing from the company. So I need you to take that. So there's two options here. You can either they can either go down to the police department and be strip searched there, or you can take them into the office and strip search them there. Um my response would be, I haven't stolen anything. You can take my ass down to the police station. Yeah. And I will tell you, like, that's what, what you think. What? So these young women would go into the office with these managers or whoever, and they would strip search them. Uh, they'd have them do things like jumping jacks and all kinds of They would get the shit. managers to like look like in their vagina, in their asshole, in their ass crack. Like, um, <laughs> the one guy the the one you actually see the security footage of the one girl it's at mcdonald's crazy. and she was in there for hours with the female manager the female manager got busy had to leave and she said to the guy on the phone oh i have to go and he's like well is there another figure that you you would trust with this so she called her boyfriend in her boyfriend this like 60 year old man comes in and he ends up spanking the girl on the ass like he got a BJ from her because of all of this that the guy over the phone instructed. And I'm like, that guy deserves to be in prison forever oh because at that, po- at that point you're getting a blowjob from the chick. Like, Please. come on, you're obviously into it a little what bit. What does that fucking have anything to do with stealing money? Give me a fucking break. Yeah. And how much money are you stealing out of the register at McDonald's anyways? I, all their shit's 99 cents. It's crazy. This it's this fun. series just made me angry more than anything. I just felt like, what a bunch of fucking morons. All of these people are idiots. The victims are idiots. The perpetrators are idiots. Like, why, why would anybody think that this was okay or a normal thing to happen? Listen, I'm not going to say that every girl in that situation, yes, because you and I wouldn't do that. But I feel like the way that they explained it were these were girls that grew up in like small town bumfuck nowhere where they're more than likely to like respect authority and do stuff without without questioning it. Like, yeah, the one girl um what did she say? She said she grew up in a military family and her parents always instilled in her, like, no matter who they are, if this person is older than you, any sort of authority figure, you always obey them. And, you know, small town not hasn't gone around. Much. I know, like, but once you get in the office and you're opening your vagina lips for fucking Joe Bob to take a peek and you're getting a blow, giving somebody a blow job, don't you say, wait a minute, hold the fuck up. This has no, 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 no. You would think. Yeah. You would think. I guess I just raised my kid the opposite. Like I raised my kid that like, but that's because of the things that I've been through in my life where you don't have to respect authority. You don't do what everybody tells you to do. You protect yourself, but that's, you know, it's different. Yeah. I don't know. I had a hard time having sympathy for people because it's just like, common sense somebody says oh i think you stole something maybe you empty out your pockets but i'm not going to sit on your lap and let you put your fingers inside of me and then give you a blowjob your billy joe the second fry cook what and the one guy that was um a manager who like did this to um one of the girls I remember in his like confessional thing or whatever, he said that as soon as he hung up the phone, he was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Like it didn't he he explained that it didn't hit him in the moment until after. And it's like 
some random person just calls the store like you don't even have any proof that that's a cop like you're allowed to question if somebody's a police officer or not like people impersonate cops all the fucking time that's why they have badges and shit if that that. was the case they would just if that was a real thing the cops would just come they would show up yeah and they would do an investigation there themselves they don't need you to do their search for them yeah it's crazy that there's people there's a lot of people out there that fell victim to this like probably being naive not being stupid but for me I'm it just blew my fucking mind I mean I felt like this could have been an hour and a half documentary it didn't have to be a three-part series I felt like it was really repetitive and it was basically the same thing over and over again um but it was interesting and it definitely evoked some feelings for me for sure yeah and like the one girl who worked at mcdonald's or whatever like when they were showing the trial she was like you know my life's ruined like this literally ruined my life and it's like well yeah because mcdonald's obviously terminated her after that and it's like you know i'm I'm not talking down on people who work in the food service industry or in fast food like that shit's fucking hard like i can't yeah. i couldn't do that but like you're ready your job is at mcdonald's and you lost that it's like you'll never be able to get hired any other fast food place or anything like that ever again because of that you know what I mean like she's literally just probably screwed for the rest of her life well she should have used her two brain cells and rubbed them together I don't have any like I have no sympathy for the people that did this for the the managers and people no No sympathy it is especially as a manager you have to go through like HR training like especially with a corporation like McDonald's like you have to do all this training to even become a manager where you understand what sexual harassment is and all of that. Like, so yeah. it's insane to me. Like, I have no sympathy for those people at all. No. And None. that specific manager too, she put a garbage bag over the window of her office so that no one could see in. And she was like, oh, it's supposed to be like privacy for this girl. I'm like doing her a favor. And it's like, no, bitch, you're doing her a disservice because maybe if one of the cooks back there, something saw it happening, they would have stopped it because I can understand that, why she would think that though. That, like she thinks she's also, protecting the girl from being seen. I guess so. But if you're not doing anything wrong. I don't know. It's the whole thing's fucked. Like it, that that was another story in the documentary was that this was happening and somebody who worked for like the Pizza Hut or whatever it was came back and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he was the one that told the manager, like, you should not be looking at any of your employees naked, let alone a 17 year old employee. Like, oh, it's God, it's so fucked up. It is. I, I the only people that I do feel bad for in this is like the young underage girls that had this happen to them that honestly thought that they were in trouble and they just didn't know any better. But I definitely don't have any sympathy for the um, people who listened along to this freak over the phone who looks like I'm Matt so- Bayer, by the way. Oh my God. He, yeah, I can't. Well, and another thing is I just, I know that I would never fall for this, but I think it's because I've worked in the sex industry and I know this kind of call. Like when I booked calls at the escort agency, you would have loser guys call all the time that just wanted to talk to you because they like got off on it. They had no intention of booking a girl or paying to see someone or paying for a dance or whatever. They had no intention of that. They just wanted to call and talk on the phone dirty or something to some hot chick that answered the phone. And so that's how I know I would never fall for this because I know what that guy sounds like. And, but that's experience in the industry and most people don't have that. And they, you know, somebody calls and says they're police officer. Well, that scares people. I don't yeah. Know. This this it's guy's crazy. like I said, this guy's not calling, you know, the McDonald's in Times Square or anything like that. Like he's mm-hmm. calling a McDonald's in literally like a bumfuck West nowhere Virginia, town yeah. that has like five hundred people in it. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. 
it's uh it's sad it's fucking wild and the one girl sued mcdonald's for 200 million after i'm surprised they i'm surprised mcdonald's didn't just pay her off because that's nothing to them 200 million that's a lot of money did they settle with her i can't remember i i honestly didn't finish the documentary i was like falling asleep in the middle of the trial and i was like i'm gonna finish this another day but i hope she got it I would want I would probably sue not. McDonald's for 200 million too if that happened. If anything me. they probably settled for way less than that. Um fucked. The whole thing's just fucked. It's wild that that happened. It's wild it went on for as long as it did because back then, you know, cell phones weren't a thing. This was all used by a calling card that was meant for a payphone. Like all these calls were made from payphones. So it was so hard to track the guy. And like the documentary does go into like how they tracked him down and all that stuff. If like that interests anybody, it is kind of cool. But like, yeah, it's just so wild how now that would obviously never happen because it's so easy to trace anybody. But back then things were different, you know? Yeah. It's it's freaking insane. I, I yeah. Nope. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe that they didn't find him guilty. Like the, the video surveillance that they had of him it was obviously that's him. Fucking clearly that is him. Yeah. And like what was he? He was buying like calling cards. Mm-hmm. And oh God. What a disaster. I do feel for the victims. I feel for the actual victims, not the managerial victims. But I I do feel for them because that's just naivety, naivete, being naive and not knowing and maybe being afraid and to be taken advantage of and hurt in that way. It really would affect you for the rest of your life. It's incredibly damaging. So, well. Sad, sad story. He got away with it. And then I think they said that nothing's been reported since then. So he probably figured out like, oh, shit, better not try my luck again. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Oh, I also finished White Lotus. Oh, really? Finally. Yeah. And? I, I love White Lotus. I love the first season. I did think the second season was better. A lot of people are saying it's better. Um, I love, love, love. My brain just died. What is her name? Stifler's mom. Coolidge. Yes. Love her. Love her. Love the ending. It was crazy. I knew that there was something weird with those gays. They were too into her. It's funny because of all the different theories over who is going to die or anything, because I was on Reddit every single week reading as the episodes went along. And the things people were saying, no, nobody guessed her. People did guess that the gays were after her, but then they were like, oh, she's going to kill the gays and then escape. No one thought it was going to be her that ended up going. Um, but it's funny because in I think it's the very first episode, maybe or the second, there's a moment where she says to Greg, I just keep having these visions of all of these you know, feminine men or whatever she says. And she's she says they're going to be after me. Like she literally gives it away in the first episode and nobody on the internet clued in. Yeah, exactly. So it's such a brilliant show. I'm so excited for season three. And it's one of those shows where you can literally cast anybody in it. Like Colin and Nick on their best supporting after show, they they talked about like who they would cast, like who they would cast as the gay manager, who they would cast as like the girls trip, the couples trip. Um, and yeah, you can literally cast anybody for it. And I saw that they actually, Quebec City submitted to be maybe considered for season three as a, as a location. So it'd be How cool fun. if they did season three in Canada. We'll see. I love it that it's new cast each season, which I don't always, li- I no, I like that better than I like something like American Horror Story bringing back the cast, but in different roles. I think that's kind of weird, but I like the new cast. I fucking love Aubrey Plaza. She is so underrated. I love her so much. She's one of my favorite actresses. She was um, fantastic. Her so like good. her performance was really good, but I hated her character. Oh yeah. Well, 
Yeah. I was, I'm such a Daphne. Like I would be <laughs> so buzzkilled to like be yes. on vacation with someone like that. Like me too. from the second they get there, as soon as they're like handing them the welcome champagne, she's like, I haven't even eaten lunch yet. It's like, I would be like, great. Yeah. This is who I'm on vacation with. Yeah. Buzzkill. Talk about a snooze fest. Do you think she fucked that guy that uh, Daphne's husband? So this is the thing. I love how nothing is officially answered, how it's like left up to the audience's imagination because everybody interprets it so differently. Like some people think she's purposely trying to fuck with him because he never gave her any direct answers about the night that she was away. Mm -hmm. Um, What I like to believe is that she didn't, but I think that Daphne gave Ethan a blowjob on the beach. I do think that that happened. Oh, yeah. Daphne definitely did something on the beach with him. Um, and I do. I, I think she's just cunning and she's fucking with him because he fucked up and she's just making him suffer. So, God, that fucking show is so good. And I loved so watching them at the airport, how like coming into the vacation, like they were so judgmental of um, Cameron and Daphne as a couple but then they kind of showed like now they are them as a couple like they're not any better than them you know what I mean and right. my favorite shot of the whole episode was the very end the three Degrasso men the three generations when the girl yes. walked by and they all checked her out at the same time I thought that was so brilliant it was so good and then also um that fuck boy dropping what's her face off what were they what oh, was he Jack. supposed to do with her was he supposed to like yeah. kidnap her? What that's, what was that's supposed another, to happen? That's another theory. It's like, was he supposed to whack her and then he decided to Probably. save her instead? Like, was he originally just supposed to drop her off in the middle of nowhere? Like No. I bet you he was supposed to kill her because she knew all of the men. She she witnessed all of the stuff. She was a witness. And if um if Jennifer ended up dead. I can't remember her name in the show. I don't remember Tanya. anybody's name. Tanya. If Tanya ended up dead and the assistant knew and was a witness to so many things, she would talk. I bet he was supposed to kill her. But here's the other theory because everyone's like, what kind of monster doesn't take their phone with them when they go to take a shit? But the other theory is that he purposely left his phone on the table when he went to go take a shit so that she could like call her That's and warn her. so Maybe. there's there's so many like little things like that well that and I wouldn't feel. your phone be on your phone would be locked also yeah mm-hmm. that's that's just one of those like you have and to who knows their boss's phone number off the top of their head i mean the only phone number i know is my husband's i know a few phone numbers from people who've had the same number for years and years and years well, but yeah yeah it was fantastic. It was a great show. How, you didn't watch any Dead to Me, did you? Mm-mm. Come on, please. You watch two episodes of Dead to Me and I'll watch anything that you want me to watch. You and they're only 30 minute episodes. Watch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what else am I really into right now? I feel like all my shows are over. Um. I feel yeah. yeah. I know. I'm like, what's over right now? What's coming up? Um, literally, like Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer just dropped the other day, but Housewives are always airing. I mean, yeah. talk to me when the Vanderpump Rules trailer drops. That's all I care about <laughs> at this point. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm watching uh, Love After Lockup, so that's always fun. Never seen it. You need to watch that too. It's on YouTube. 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 Oh, I'm watching a lot of Sister Wife Sunday. <laughs> yes, of course. And I'm watching Old Sister Wives. I'm finally watching all of these crazy fucking episodes. And uh, it's so strange. Like, Cody is such a different person. Like, back then, he was actually like, I don't want to say likable. That's too strong of a word. But he was more, I guess, charismatic than he is now like I don't know he he's he was still kind of like jolly he would say mm-hmm. like the douchey thing in there 
But now he's just this like angry person. He's got the angry lines all in his face. He's his eyes are black. He just literally physically is a different person. Um, I, I think, think he's on what, drugs. Well, no, there's no way. Um, I think that what happened is at the beginning, he was all about woman power and how women are the heart of this family and women love should be multiplied, not divided, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Then he gets with Robin and Robin is the subservient wife and she puts him up on this pedestal that he's never been on before and he starts to get addicted to that. You know, the Robin thinks he's, oh, he's the head of the family and he's the boss and he makes the decisions and he's adored and he's lifted up and everything. And after 10 years of being told you're the greatest and everyone else sucks, I guess you start to believe it. He really has changed a lot. You see that a lot in the flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. It was, it's such a dark show but i'm having i'm having fun watching it um mary drives me fucking crazy like why is she always screaming like at the tell-all like suki like what do you think about cody saying that if you left he wouldn't argue with you and she's like well you know you just heard what he said it's like why is she why are you screaming at me mary she's trying to convince herself that everything's okay and it's funny that like people keep saying Mary left. No, Mary was kicked out. <laughs> There's a difference. Mary did not leave like Christine and Janelle did. Mary was told, I'm done with you. It's over. That's a Go. pathetic human being if I've ever seen one in my life. It's sad. It's sad. But think about it. She's been with Cody, what, 35 years since she was, what, 16 or something? She's totally fucked and she gave him the best years of her life. And what is she going to do now? She should try to meet someone else on the internet and leave his ass. Yeah. Maybe it'll actually be a man this time. She should, she should go be with a woman. Like, honestly, she should go put like, she should put the banana photos in her dating profile. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that, that pick I had my my iMessage pulled up on my laptop before we started this and in the corner of our group chat I just see fucking Mary's banana photo because <laughs> <laughs> Justine asked for it the other day what did you need that for I just wanted to send it to somebody I'm gonna put it on our Instagram <laughs> <laughs> Do it. in case you haven't seen it um there's the photo that mary had sent to her online boyfriend who ended at sam right online boyfriend sam i can't remember the characters in white lotus that i watched two days ago but i remember the name of mary's catfish so i haven't mary's got to there yet sam. in my watch so i think i would if i went back anywhere i would go back to like the catfish episode or the cat like catfish season because I feel like so much of the old sister wives is boring. But so Mary had this boyfriend that she met online. She left all these voicemails procla proclaiming her love for him, told him that she was going to leave Cody, sent this sensuous photo of her with a banana in her mouth. And uh, it ended up being a girl. She got catfished. I honestly feel bad for her. How humiliating. She just wanted, like, an escape from her hellish relationship. Can we blame her? And she probably got it. Like, she probably because had fun doing what she was doing. So Yeah, but I think she absolutely would have left Cody if it ended up being the real deal. I honestly don't blame her. She has had a shit relationship with Cody for years. Yeah, I just don't understand how someone, personally, for me, I could not be in a relationship with someone that I haven't had sex with for 30 years or however fucking oh long it's god, been. Oh my god, no. So The fact that he's like, I don't want an intimate relationship with you. Okay, well then I don't want any type of relationship with you and I'm out of here. Done. Yeah, I think Cody's just the type of guy who only fucks when he's trying to get somebody pregnant. 
that's like the vibe I get from him. Not that with he Robin. doesn't he doesn't enjoy casual sex. He and Robin, I don't think I don't think him and Robin fuck. Oh, they do. Mm-mm. Every Wednesday so. at 6 p.m. Why at 6 p.m.? I don't know. Because they oh, I was gonna say hey, they have to be in bed by nine, but Robin stays up all night, doesn't she? Because she doesn't have a job. So she just hangs out, like stays up all night and then sleeps till noon. Yeah. I have no idea. That's what I've heard from Amanda and Jody. Um, yeah, no, Robin is so hateable. I hate her. Every time she says somebody is lying, I want to punch her in the fucking face. Like, bitch, you don't fucking know who's lying or telling the truth. When she ever, every time I think about her saying that Christine was a liar about Vegas, I I seriously want to strangle her. Like it's it's just wild to me because I've just never seen two people who are more hated on reality TV. Like I think more people, I think people hate Cody Brown more than they hate David Eason, and he killed a fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen know Cody any Brown than David Eason. True, I've never seen anybody more hated on reality TV than Cody and Robin, which is crazy. Like I, I have no idea how they continue to do the show because they're not making an insane amount of money, which is crazy. Because when you've been on reality TV for seventeen years, you should be multimillionaires. But anyways, um, but they I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they. Because, like, the housewives and stuff, like, they're so fucking hated, too. But the, but they also have the fans that, like, worship them, too. So that, like, makes up for the people that hate them. But, like, these people, literally nobody likes them. It's crazy. Yeah, I I used to not understand the hatred thing with um, Robin. And then... I just think she is manipulating the situation. I think she's a victim. She's a fucking crybaby with her crocodile tears and not a single tear falls from that face. Like she's just an opportunist and a bitch. I see it now. And like, again, how dare you call Christine a liar? Just because... When you lived in the state of, like, when you lived in Las Vegas, you saw them go on a couple dates, does not mean they had a good and healthy and happy relationship. You don't know what was happening behind closed doors. Shut the fuck up, Robin. That's just what I want to say to her all the time. Every time she opens her stupid beaker mouth, shut the fuck up, Robin. You, you guys bitch. heard it here. Shut the fuck up, Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that everything? I think so. Next week, we're going to talk about New Year's stuff. And, yeah. and the year. The year in... um, What's it called? Review. The year in review. Thank you. Our, our, our wrapped. Our, our wrapped. Our Spotify wraps <laughs> of the year. Uh, the resting bitch face wrapped. All right. Yes. I'm excited. Me too. Cool. Oh, you guys, make sure you go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod. For $2 a month, you can get early ad-free episodes. So instead of listening to this on Friday, you would have been able to listen to it on Wednesday and completely ad-free, two bucks a month. It's an awesome deal. And then also we're going to have additional content, all kinds of bonus stuff available on Patreon soon, but that's where we're starting. Yes. And Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. On the day you're hearing this. <laughs> I just accepted a shift for tonight. So cross your fingers that I don't sit there all night with no customers. <laughs> all right, maybe, bitches, we'll talk maybe, to you next Maybe week. Russell Wilson and Sierra will come in. Give you a good In tip. Colorado? Does, he's, does he's, he the, live in- he's the quarterback for the Broncos. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I've never, I don't know what he looks like. So I, I don't know if I've ever seen, I would know Sierra. So. Sierra, this beat is automatic. Supersonic. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, follow Resting Bitch Pod on Instagram and Shore Store Pod on Instagram. 
Have a merry fucking Christmas and we will see you bitches next time. And get time. drunk and stoned with your friends and family. Yes, that's what it's all about. That's the true meaning of the season. The reason for this season, if you will. Hell yeah. All right. Bye. Bye, bitches. <laughs>